the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Praise the Lord, and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, and we'll be taking your calls and talking about the Bible and praying for your prayer requests and just really seeing where the Lord wants to lead us tonight because we are a live program. We are here in studio, ready to take your calls, ready to pray for your prayer requests. So let's start off the pro- program with prayer. So if, you, if you're so inclined, would you... Pray with me. Would you pray for me? Pray for this next hour that the Lord would just take over, that the Holy Spirit would just fill this place and fill your place wherever you are. We want the presence of God. We're seeking the presence of God. We're seeking the power of God. We're seeking God for all he is, for who he is, and for what he desires to do in this next hour. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, for the privilege, for the honor to be here behind this microphone, Lord. Lord, to be able to take the calls and pray for your people. So, Father, I pray if there are people tonight who are in need, which there are always, there's always someone who's in need, Lord. We are a needy people, and we need to come to you in prayer. So I pray, Lord, that you would touch your people tonight. That, Holy Spirit, you would just have your way tonight, that you would lead us, that you would guide us. Lord, that you would just fill each and every one of us, Lord. Lord, that you would just reach out to the ones who are hurting tonight, to the ones that are ill, the ones that are in need of your touch. I thank you so much, Lord. I thank you and I praise you. Holy Spirit, glorify the name of Jesus through this program tonight. And I pray in that Special name, that wonderful name, that name above all names. Amen. Well, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We'll be here for the next hour, taking calls, praying for prayer requests, answering questions, whatever's going on tonight in your life. I encourage you to call in tonight with your prayer requests. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, let's pray. Let's seek the Lord. Let's seek the power of God. The power of God is found in prayer because he's waiting. He's he's waiting for you to seek him. You know, he knows everything that you need. He knows where you are right now. And, you know, he tells us in his word, in Psalm 121, it says, I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. 
He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber or sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever. God is your very present help. The Bible tells us he is our help in a time of need. So why don't you call in tonight and seek God's help, seek God's desire, seek God's power for your life. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, stand in the gap. If you know somebody who needs prayer, stand in the gap for that person. Let God use you to pray for them tonight. So let's stand in the gap for our loved ones, our family members. Let's stand in the gap for marriage, for, for, for schools, for our government. Let's stand in the gap for, for what's needed so much in our lives. We need prayer. We need power of God. We need God to change circumstances and situations. So if there's a circumstance, if there's a situation if there's an illness, if whatever, let's call. Call in tonight and let's pray. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Also, if you have a, 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 a Bible question, something that's on your mind tonight, something that maybe you heard, something that maybe uh, you read in the Bible, or, or something... Something, some topic that's posing on your mind, and you need an answer. You're you're seeking an answer. If there's something you want to talk about tonight, a subject you want to bring up tonight, a biblical subject, something on on on, on theology or doctrine, something about world religions, the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, I encourage you to call in, and we will seek the answer to your question in the Word of God. The number is eight 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 nine nine five. Five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. If you have a question about the Bible, question about theology, doctrine, call in. Let's seek God's word. You know the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge, for lack of wisdom, but knowledge of God, knowledge of who He is. A personal experience with him saves. There is salvation in knowing God, in knowing his, and how do we know God? We know God through his word. We know God through the experience of the Holy Spirit. So call in, let's pray, let's seek the Lord together. It's 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. I want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for prayer and worship. Yes, every every Friday night we're there in church looking for God's presence, seeking him in, in worship and praise and worship, seeking him in his word. So would you come out and pray with us? Would you come out and study God's word with us? Last night we were in, in Genesis, the 16th chapter, looking at Hagar and Sarai. So come on out. Come on out on Friday nights. Worship with us, pray with us, and study God's word with us. On Friday nights, 8 p.m., the address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 
North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just take the uh, 210 freeway into the Pasadena, Arcadia area and get off at Santa Anita Avenue. You go north for one block to Foothill Boulevard. You make a right turn. Go one more block to 1st Avenue and make another right. You'll see us at the corner of Forest and 1st at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia every Friday night at 8 p.m. So if you're looking for some place to be, if you're looking for somewhere to, to worship and seek God in, in his word, if you're looking for some place to get nourished and get encouraged, come on out at 8 p.m. Friday nights. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Hope you'll join us. Make a note. Write it down. Uh, put an alarm on your smartphone and remind yourself to come on out at 8 p.m. to Arcadia for our Friday night prayer meeting and study of God's Word. We're doing Genesis. We're going through the entire book of Genesis. Right now we're in chapter 16, so I hope you'll join us. And on Sunday mornings, if you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home for Sunday mornings, uh, the Hills Church is at the same, we're there at the same address, 805 North 1st Avenue. Pastor Walter Hofflin is the pastor there. So again, eight, come on out at 8 p.m. on Fridays or Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. For, for, for church, for Sunday church and worship. Um, also, I want to remind you uh, that uh, this coming, not this coming Saturday, but uh, the 24th of August, Frank Sontag is doing his Kingdom Men's Gathering at Cottonwood Church. So if you haven't got your ticket yet, men, you're encouraged to come on out to Cottonwood Church uh, for the Kingdom Men's Gathering, August the 24th. You, if, you, if you're listening, you heard the advertisement. Uh, Victor Marks will be there. Daryl Strawberry will be there. There'll, there'll be some other speakers. So come on out to the Kingdom Men's Gathering with Frank Sontag on August the 24th. We have some uh, prayer requests that we're going to get to right now. We want to pray for, for Nancy. Uh, who's currently, I believe, still in the hospital. Uh, We want to pray for the White family uh, in Chicago. Uh, Barney, who's 58 years old, went home to be with the Lord recently, just the last couple of days ago. And uh, we want to pray for his brothers, for for his mom, uh, Rosie, and for the White family, that the Lord would give them peace and comfort uh, in the passing of our brother Barney, who went home to be with the Lord. We also want to pray for the Thompson family, for the Jace family, I want to pray for Mimi and Seth and Fabian. also want to pray for Jeremiah and his mom, and also JT and Natalie. So, Bogodad, we thank you, Father. There is no one like you, Lord. There is no one who is able to do the things that we need, who is able to provide all that we need, the healings, Lord, and the provisions. Lord, you said in your word that my God shall supply for all of your needs according, for your t- according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So I, pour, I pray, Lord, for an outpouring of your blessing. I pray for an outpouring of your healing. I pray for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit upon your people, and especially these who I've mentioned, Lord. Lord, these who have asked for prayer, these who are seeking you in prayer, I pray, Father, for healings. I pray for healings, Lord, from, from cancer and from heart disease and diabetes and, 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 and eye diseases, Lord. I pray, Lord, for peace and comfort, Lord, upon those who are hurting and in in need. I pray, Lord, for physical, for spiritual, and for material prosperity, Lord, among your people. 
So, Father, I just pray in Jesus' name, have your way. Amen. Amen. So, again, if you're in need, if you have a prayer request, if there's something you want to talk about tonight, whether it's in prayer or whether it's in the Word, call in tonight. I encourage you to call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight and let's stand in the gap. Let's pray for those who are in need. Let's pray for marriages. Let's pray for our children. Let's pray for our grandchildren. Whoever you, the Lord is putting on your heart right now, you need to pick up that phone and call and ask for prayer. The number is 888-995-5552. Let's go to our phone lines and talk to our first caller, who is Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hey, Sammy. How you doing? Happy Do, Sunday. Happy doing okay, Jeremiah. Okay, well, I got a couple prayer requests. Uh, we need to pray for uh, Alex. He's doing open heart surgery this Monday. Mm-hmm. And we need to pray for his niece, Ava. She's going for a cancer surgery. They said they want to take all her insides out. We need to pray for her. And just pray for Nancy because uh, it's not really looking good, sadly. The doctors give her pain medication like mm-hmm. for her to go in her sleep, for her not to suffer no more. So we, we prayed for God to heal her because uh, Nancy suffered too bad. Well, Mugodad, Abbasang Latuti, dear. We come before you, Mugodad, because you are a God who is able to do abundantly and exceedingly beyond what we ask. We bring Nancy before you, Mugodad. That your peace, your grace, your mercy, your healing would be upon her, Mugodad. I pray, Lord, for a special outpouring of your spirit, Bilati, Mugodad, that your will would be done in her life, Mugodel. I pray for Lottie, Mugodel, that you'd give him peace, that you'd give him trust, Lord, that you'd in- in- encourage him and give him faith, Lord, to know that you're there. You're with them. I pray, Lord, for a special outpouring of your Holy Spirit upon this family. And we pray, Mugodel, for Alex, Mugodel, for that surgery. We pray for Ava, Mugodel. Lord, for a healing upon them, Mugodel, a healing that only you are able to give, Mugodel. We, 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 our, our faith is not in doctors or in medicine. Even though, Mugodel, you have provided doctors, you have provided medication, you have provided surgeries, but we come to you, Mugodel, seeking you in all, for all that you are, for all that you do, Mugodel. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Have your way and glorify the name of Jesus, Lord, through these healings, through these provisions, that you give, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you, Jeremiah. God bless you too, Sonny. Good night. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer or you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. If you have a prayer request, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. If you have a Bible question, a question about doctrine or theology, a question about the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, if there's a, a, a biblical subject that you want to that you want to talk about or that you need an answer to, call in tonight and let's see what the Bible says about your question, about your topic. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995. Nine nine five fifty five fifty two. Let's go to our next caller, and we'll talk to Lynn. 
Hi, Lynn. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi, Sammy. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? Great, great. I want to pray, I want to pray for my mother. Um, um, I had a lot of prayer for her. Um, mm. Since 2002, they said that she had breast cancer. Um, they told her if she didn't do chemo and radiation or continuous chemo and radiation that she would only have six months to live, and today she's still alive. So. Okay. Praise the I Lord. do believe in the power of prayer. Amen. Amen. Um, so today I want to pray for her again um, because she's not doing very well. And I just want to pray that God heals her and heal her mind, heal her soul, heal her um, sickness, wherever it, it, it may be in her body, if and, I can. And what's her name, Lynn? What's Betty your, West. Betty. Oh, Father, we come before you, Lord. We come before you and we thank you and praise you, Lord, for who you are. You are awesome and you are mighty and you are the sustainer of our souls. You are the sustainer of our bodies, our families, Lord, our health. Lord, you do every, you, you, you hold the world up in the palm of your hand, Lord. You sustain the universe. Lord, everything in the universe that has been created has been created for your glory. And Betty was created for your glory, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your blessing, that your healing, that your power would be upon Betty, Lord, and that you would sustain her, Lord, that you would heal her, Lord, that you would do a glorious, miraculous work that only you are able to do, and that you would receive the glory, the honor, and the praise, Lord, for all that you do for Betty. I thank you, Lord, for your, for your blessings in the past, but I thank you even more, Lord, for the present blessings of you being with us, that you being available in prayer. Lord, that our prayers are lifted up unto you, Lord, and they are heard by an awesome God. And Lord, you said that that if we seek you with all our heart, that we would find you. Well, we seek you tonight, Lord, on behalf of Betty. We seek you tonight on behalf of her, 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 her healing. And Lord, that she would, Lord, that you would just, that she would just know that you're there. That she would know the touch of an awesome and mighty God that she would experience the Holy Spirit in such a way, Lord, that could only be explained by a miracle. And I thank you, Father. I thank you for Betty. I thank you for her healing. I thank you for Lynn, Lord, standing in the gap for her mom. I pray your blessing upon Lynn, upon Betty, and upon the whole family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, God bless you, Lynn. Thanks for calling tonight. Thank you. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Juanita. Hi, Juanita. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hello. I'm so glad to hear your voice in person. Um, I don't know if the, uh, the gentleman gave you my question. Or shall I ask it again? Yes, please, please uh, do. Why, at the crucifixion, the soldiers divided all the other or- ornaments that Jesus had on? Why? Did they not divide the red robe? Oh, the, the the robe was a costly article, and they didn't want to tear it. It was it was worth more intact than if they would have cut it or or ripped it and divided it amongst themselves. So it so what was. What happened with it? Uh, they they gambled for it, and whoever won in the in the, the I think they like 
they drew lots or they drew or they yes. or, or, they, say they gambled yeah, they gambled for it and whoever won the gambling uh they won the the the, the, the possession of that robe of that costly article uh it was uh it was worth more intact than it would have been if they would have uh, divided it up amongst themselves so what is the re- religious significance of that well it was they were mocking jesus you know they put on they they made a uh, a a crown uh of thorns yes and they put it upon his head and you know uh these thorns were not thorns like you see on a rose bush these these thorns were like nails they were hard as long as nails and as hard as nails wow. and they and they actually took it and then they and they put made a crown and put it on his head and then pushed it down into his skull into his into his skin and this was in 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 a, in, a, in, in mocking him because uh, he was the king of the Jews supposedly, and they put this this cloth. I don't know where they got it from, but they put they found this this robe this 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 cloth this article of clothing and put it upon him because it was of a, the color of uh, of royalty and it was costly and they they put it on him to, to really to mock him. Uh, yeah, that, but where did they get that? Get the rope from? It's not. We're not told in scripture where oh, they got okay. it from, but okay. it was there. The road. We're just told that it was there, and it was it was there to fulfill scripture. That the. Now that's you know, what I want to know. What's mm-hmm. the fulfillment on that? It's the fulfillment of uh, of a scripture uh, uh, prophesied about the Messiah. I'm not sure exactly which scripture it was, but it, it was a fulfillment of prophecy that was said that that that, that, he, that they would gamble for the articles of his clothing. Oh, okay. Okay. The reason I ask the question is because people tell me that I should wait and find it out for myself. I don't see nothing to find out except for what you just said. Right. It was yep. a very expensive article, but they act like there was some kind of significant well, difference that others, I could learn from that. Any other, I, I'm not aware of any other significance. There, there, did I. there, there could be, but it was, it was, it was, here's the thing is, it was, he was mocked. Because it was a mocking, uh, there was uh, they were making fun of him, but he suffered all of this. He suffered the humiliation, and he suffered the mocking, and he suffered the 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 the, 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 the stripes from the whip, and 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 the the soldiers taking uh, taking turns, uh, seeing how hard they could hit him in the face, uh-huh. and he, he he received all of this for us. He received all of this punishment. You know, he was undeserving of this punishment. He was the innocent lamb that was slain for the guilty. You know, he took our place. He took our punishment. He took our place on the cross. All because, you know, it says that that, that he did it for the joy of, of of what was set before him. You know, we were that joy. Our salvation was the joy that he was seeking through the punishment, through the crucifixion, through all the pain and the suffering that he that he received, it was done for us. It says that though while, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He died in our place. So, you know, all of this is in significance because it was all prophesied in the Old Testament. Every prophecy of the of the Savior, every prophecy of the Messiah that was prophesied in the Old Testament, there's over 600 prophecies of the Messiah, was all were all fulfilled in Jesus' life. 
Jesus fulfilled. If you want to find significance, we find significance in the fulfillment of every prophecy of the Old Testament in Jesus' life. You know, the statistical probability of one man being able to fulfill every prophecy of the Old Testament of the Messiah is incredible. It's astronomical. It's impossible. He couldn't have done it on his own. He is, he was, and he is the fulfillment of prophecy, the Messiah of the Old Testament, and the Savior of the New Testament. Praise God. Thank you so much. It's been very nice, more clarification to me. Thank you, Juanita. Good question. And I appreciate your programs. I listen to them every, I get something so much out of them. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Thank you for calling me in prayer. And remember my sister Yvonne in prayer. We'll be doing that. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. And we will be praying for Juanita and Yvonne. So if you remember, as the Lord uh, uh, prompts you, I encourage you to pray for for Juanita and Yvonne. Uh, Okay. Uh, Well, if if you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, we've got lines open tonight. You can call in at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, call in. If you have a Bible question like Juanita, I encourage you to call in with your Bible questions. The number is 888-995-5552. Well, as we have a minute, I'd like to remind you that we are a... Uh, listener-supported radio ministry. So if you would pray this week, I would really appreciate it. If you're blessed by this program, if you find that uh, this program has merit, I hope that you'll consider uh, uh, just uh, uh, supporting us with your finances. Uh, So anything that you can send in to help us stay here at KKLA would be greatly appreciated. You can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you can reach, at, reach us at P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. So as the Lord leads, as the Lord prompts you, uh, you know, on, uh, uh, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, you know, any uh, large donation, small donation, whatever you send in helps, and whatever you send in, goes directly to keeping us here at KKLA. So if you can, make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and the address is P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. So if you didn't get the address, don't worry. Uh, We'll give it to you again before we go off the air, so get a pen and uh, paper ready to write that down. Uh, It's the Gypsy Christian Hour, and whatever you send in, would be greatly appreciated. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. You are the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can uh, we... Yes. I have two requests for two friends. They both need uh, health, healing. My, one is Dolores, and her legs are swollen. She's 92, and she can't put her shoes on. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is Connie, and she's about 91. And she has ringing in her ears, and it's gotten real bad to where it's making her panicky. She can't, she doesn't want to drive. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for, for, for Elizabeth, whose desire is to stand in the gap for her friends. 
Lord, I pray your blessing upon Elizabeth, and I pray your blessing upon Dolores, Lord, for her legs, Father, that you, whatever this problem is that's causing her legs to swell up, Lord, I pray, Father, that you would that you would just bless her with healing, that you would touch her, 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 her body, Lord, and that from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, including her legs, Lord, Lord, that she would receive a blessing from you, a healing from you, and that whatever is causing the swelling, Lord, that you would heal that, Lord, and cause the swelling to, to go down, to be normal. And I pray, Lord, for, for Connie, for the ringing in her ears, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would heal her. Lord, I'm just feeling right now that there's a problem with her jaw. Father, that you would just heal her jaw, heal the, the ringing in her ears, Lord. Give her a, a blessing, Lord, of faith and confidence. Lord, take the fear away from her, Lord. Lord, that, that you would just be the total and complete blessing in her life. Father, and that, that both Connie and Dolores would know the touch of an awesome and mighty God, a God who loves them, a God who cares for them, a God who's concerned for them, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for their life. I thank you, Lord, for their, for their dedication. I thank you, Lord, for their salvation. I thank you, Father. For everything you're doing in their life, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. 52. Well, you know, we have been in the book of, of Genesis uh, most of this year, all this year, actually. Uh, we've been taking the, the, the book chapter by chapter and verse by verse and teaching uh, the book of Genesis. And we've seen a really big picture. We've seen the picture of creation. We've seen the, the picture of, 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 of God's uh, blessing his creation and causing Adam and Eve to flourish and causing Adam and Eve to multiply. We've seen, we saw the, the story of Cain and Abel and, and the flood and the Tower of Babel. But I've really been blessed these past weeks reading about Abraham and Sarah. You know, reading about the beginning of the, of the nation Israel through, through Abraham. And, you know, Abraham was promised a family. A son. God called him from where he was to a new place. And doesn't God do that with us? Doesn't God call us out of where we are? Think about when you were saved. God called you out of the life you were living in order to bring you into a new place, a new relationship, a new life with him. And we see that in Abraham. God called him out of the out of the uh, the, the land that he was, the, the Chaldees. He was in Ur. He was a Chaldean. And he called them out. He said, take up, get up. And leave your father's house and go to a place that I will send you. And we do that by faith when we, when we give our life to Christ. We leave our old nature, we leave our old life behind, and we, we're getting ready for, for a, a, a new life, a new, you know, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. We want that. You know, too many people think today, well, uh, I, I take the sinner's prayer, I bought my ticket, I'm going to heaven. You know, taking the sinner's prayer 
getting baptized, going to church, isn't the end of anything. It's the beginning of everything. It's the beginning of your new life with Jesus Christ. It's it's a new life. You know, you're not just leaving the old life behind. You're beginning a new life. And Abram began a new life with God. There was a new way to walk, a new place to go. And that's what we see in the book of Genesis. And so Abram was promised a son. But things were not going exactly the way Abram had anticipated with this new promise of God. You know, in the 15th, 14th and 15th chapter, he, he said, you know, God said, you shall have a son and he, will, and he will inherit the land. I will give him and his descendants the land. But, as, 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 but right now in the book of Genesis, there's no son. There's no offspring. Sarah and Abraham are still childless and something has to change. Um, but before that, let's go back to our phone lines. We had a caller and uh, we got disconnected. Somebody hung up. But let's talk to Patricia for right now and see how we can pray for Patricia. Hi, Patricia. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello, Pastor. Hi. Yes. Oh, God bless you. Um, I'm, uh, I'm asking that uh, prayers for my mom who uh, was diagnosed with um, ovarian cancer. And we are praying for a miracle. Amen. What's her name? Teresa. Teresa. So, Father, we come before you, Lord. And it's such a fearful thing, Lord, to hear cancer, any type of cancer, and even so much ovarian cancer, Lord. Father, I pray for Teresa. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would heal her from this dreaded disease, Lord, this disease that invades the body. But, Father, you said, greater is he who is in thee than than he who is in the world. Lord, you are greater than these cancer cells that's in Teresa's body. You are greater, Lord, than any disease, than any illness, Lord. You have the power and the ability to rid Teresa of this cancer. And I pray, Lord, for a miracle. I pray, Lord, that you would use doctors, that you would use medication, that you would use surgery even, Lord. But even more so, Lord, I pray for a miraculous work of the Holy Spirit in Teresa's life. Father, that the doctors would not be able to explain, but that the family would know, and all would know, the touch of a mighty and awesome God. So we pray for Teresa. We pray for her healing. We pray for the ridding of this cancer, Lord, I pray that you would just rid her from these cancer cells, that you would kill every cancer cell in her body, and that every part of her body would function normally, prosperously, through the work of the Holy Spirit. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. God, God bless, bless you. God bless you, Patricia. Let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to talk to Gail. Hi, Gail. You're on the GFC Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hello, Gail? Okay, I don't think uh, Gail is listening. Hi, Hi Gail, well, you're God there. Bless all the- yes, I'm here. Okay. God bless all those first and foremost that are ill today and are in need of prayer. I find myself praying for myself and my, my needs and looking when I hear of the prayers and the recovery of cancer and other uh, awful illnesses. And um, I, my, and I thank you guys for being on the air. And I, I wanted to ask a question. Okay. Um, I don't go to church like I should, and I know I need to be there because he asked us to gather 
together. Mm-hmm. And when I share that with other Christians, they always say, well, you know what? The church is not just a building. You know, you, wherever you go, you can minister to other people and come together. So, and I, I know that what it says, and whatever it says, I know that's the word, but mm-hmm. am I going to be condemned for not going every Sunday or Wednesday or whatever the church um, has services? Well, the well, the Bible tells us, I believe it's in Hebrews, do not do not forsake the assembling together as some have yeah. done, okay? Yeah. But yeah. be faithful to come together, you know. So it's prescribed in Scripture, it's commanded in Scripture. Why wouldn't yeah. we want to obey the commands of Jesus through the Holy Scriptures yeah. to come together? Yeah. Now you won't be condemned, but you will. How can I say this? You won't. Here, here's a better way. You won't reap the benefits that's yeah. there in church. There is a right. benefit to coming yeah. to church, to going to church. Mm-hmm. The benefit is mm-hmm. not that you that that, that you're going to receive something. The benefit is that yeah. you're going to give your prayers and your offerings and your praise and your worship to God. You're going to meet up with God. You're, there's a yeah. special time that we come together as the body of Christ. And your friends are right. The church, the building is not the church. It's the body of yeah. Christ that's the church. Right. And the body of Christ, Christ is each individual coming together in a corporate way to worship God. You know, yeah. we come to church. Why do we get up in the morning on Sunday mornings or in the afternoon or in the evenings? Why do we go to church? What's your motivation? Your motivation yeah. should be to worship the God who loves you, to worship the God who sent his son in your place mm-hmm. to suffer and die on the cross that you might receive salvation. So mm-hmm. that's the motivation to go to church. So, Gail, I, I, I yeah. encourage you to find yeah. a good church where you can worship God. Where you can worship yeah. your Savior. Don't don't think that you can you can you can be satisfied with TV or with radio evangelists right. and preachers. Yes, right. they're you know I'm on the radio. I'm here for a reason. I can reach people on the yeah. radio with prayer and yeah. with and with and with answering questions. But there's yeah. something about being part of a church, a family of believers. You know, when I go to church uh, Sunday mornings, I go to church where we're a family. You know, we're yeah. we're we're multi ethnical. There's there's different ethnicities. You know, there's the, so many different people coming together, but we come together yeah. as the family of Christ, as the body of Christ. Yeah. You know, when I get to, yeah. when I go to church in the evening, uh, we come together to, to 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 worship God, to be together in in the Word. There's a blessing that you're missing out on. You're not going to yeah. be. You, you don't. You, there's a blessing that you're not receiving because you're not going to church. So, yes. what, what part of uh, LA do you live in? Uh, in Rancho Cucamonga, I have a church. I've just been working a lot, and uh-huh. I pray every day and read my Bible. But I still know because I feel so well, much better, you know, once I've, I've fellowship with other people. Well, I commend you, know? you for reading and for praying, as you should be doing. Yeah. But I also encourage you. You know, it doesn't have to be on a Sunday. It could be on a, a midweek service. You know, there's. I'm sure your church has a midweek service or something else besides yes. Sunday. Yes. So just yes. make Thank sure you. that you're there and that you're worshiping God in a corporate way with other believers because no Christian is a, a lone ranger Christian. You know, we're not alone. That's right. You know, uh, we, right. we, we, yeah. we, we, we get together with other believers 
to, to be encouraged and to worship together. Okay? Thank you. I bless you. Well, Father, I pray for Gail, Lord. I pray your blessing upon her, Lord. I pray a blessing on her life and into her life, Lord, through the power of your spirit, Lord, that you would lead her, guide her, Lord, and that she would prosper and be in health as her soul prospers, Lord. I pray that you bless her going out and her coming in, Lord, as, as, as Psalm 121 says, Lord, uh, I, I, look, I look up, and where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. So I pray for Gail in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you. God bless you, my sister. Let's go back to the phone lines, and let's talk to Patricia. Hi, Patricia. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Pastor. Yes, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, it's found in Luke 12, verse 51 and 52. says, but God came. It is, um, I tell you not, but brother, but he came to give division. What, what, Luke 12, what's, the, what, verse what's the verse? 51, 52. Okay. Go ahead and read it. Oh, it says, Do you suppose that I came to give you peace on earth? I tell you not. But, says he, not at all, but rather division. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, and from then on, it says there will be five in the house, three against two, and two against three, against the five. Mm-hmm. What does that really entail? I, I, that me off a bit. Well, he's saying, do you suppose that I came to, to grant peace on the earth? I tell you no, but rather division. For from now on, five members in one household will be divided. Three against two and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He's saying, look, not everybody's going to agree on what I teach. Not everyone is going to receive me, accept me as Savior. The teaching that I bring is going to bring division. You know, uh, oh. th- there are going to be some people that, that believe and trust in me in one family, and then th- there's going to be a son who believes and trusts in me and starts coming to church. But the father is an atheist, and he's not going to believe. And that father and son will be divided because of me. Because one believes in me and the other doesn't. And there'll be families that are, that, are, that are divided because of me, because of my teaching, because of, my, because of believing in me, because, of, okay. of, because I came to give salvation, but not everyone will receive salvation. You know, Jesus also said, you know, the road to destruction is wide and many shall take that road. But the road to eternal life is narrow and not many will travel that road. So in each family, in each, in each, in each culture, in each country, uh, uh, there's going to be some that believe and some that don't. And those who believe will be divided from those who don't believe because of faith in Jesus Christ. Okay. So does that make sense? Yes, it sure does. Okay. Uh, okay, well, that's, that's what was my question. Okay. okay. Thank you very much. God bless you, sister. God bless you, too. Let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to Monique. Hi, Monique. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, good morning. Good morning. I've been praying with you tonight as well. You're you're doing an awesome job. I thank Jesus for you. Thank you, Monique. I appreciate that. Well, my question is, um, I've actually been a member to my church for about maybe, I don't know, three three to four months now. Mm -hmm. And I, I told my pastor that, my mother was going to have heart surgery this past Monday. I told him on Thursday at Bible study because it was kind of set up quickly. And 
he prayed for her on Thursday when I went to church on Sunday. And I, I just actually thought that he would call, check to see how she was doing or check to see how I'm doing since I'm an actual member. And I haven't heard from him. Right. And I'm feeling like maybe I should change churches. Well, you know, that, that's, a tough, that's a tough question, Monique. You know, I would give the pastor the benefit of the doubt that maybe uh, he got busy with other people. Uh, maybe it slipped his mind. He's a human. Maybe it slipped his mind. You know, I would, I would, I would, you know, respectfully call him, or next time you see him, hey, pastor, you know, uh, I, my mom was in the hospital, or my mom was sick, and I was I really would have appreciated it if you would have called and checked on us. I was wondering why, why you didn't, you know, let, you know, t- tell him, you know, share your heart with him, and see if there's an, see if there was a reason, or see what what happens. I wouldn't change churches. You know, as of just yet, you know, usually the 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 only reason you you would change a church is if there was a moral issue or a doctrinal issue, or if you weren't getting along with the with the people there for some reason, doctrinally or or morally. But mm-hmm. if it if it's a church where you're receiving the word of God, if it's a church where you're where you find uh, uh, relationships uh, with other people that are encouraging to you, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't change the church. Right now, I would I would give the, the the benefit of the doubt to the pastor. Uh, I would I would show some grace and some uh, mercy on my part, you know, to just uh, to, to 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 look into it, just to, to ask him, hey, pastor, you know, I, I reached out to you. I was just wondering why why you didn't get a chance to to reach back out to us and 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 check on my mom or check on me. So I would I would I would try that first. You know, I would I would I would okay. I would always try the, the the source of reconciliation before separation. Yes, yes, that's true. I definitely will ask him this tomorrow. You know, but it would have been nice for his wife or an elder it, or a bishop or something. Hundred percent, sure. I mean, of course, of course. You know, uh, he he. You know, I don't know. I just don't. But, but let's pray for your mom, Monique. Father, we just come before you, Lord. And we pray for Monique. We pray for her mom. I just pray, Lord, your blessing upon them, your healing upon her mom. I just pray, Lord, that there would be abundance of your blessing and your power in their life, Lord. And, Lord, that you would reconcile this uh, the situation, Lord, with the pastor, Lord, and that you would just move upon his heart, Father, that, that he would be concerned and that he would reach out, Lord, to all those who are who are reaching out to him from the church, Lord. I just pray, Lord, your blessing in this total situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I thank you so much for your time, and I appreciate you. God bless you, Monique. Let's pray for April. Father, we just pray for April right now, Lord, as she's desiring to, to seek you, Lord, in every area of her life, Father. I just pray your blessing upon April. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go back to the phone lines, and let's talk to Maria. Hi, Maria. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi. Hi, Pastor. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing a little bit better, but I am calling now for my brother, Jesse. He's in very in a very bad shape. Um, uh, he doesn't care about living anymore, um, and he's drinking a lot. And the last, uh, this, this week, he got into something where he made his health even worse than it was the first time from just a couple of weeks ago. And he just doesn't want to live. And he doesn't want to take the suggestions of doctors mm-hmm. and other people. Right. 
Uh, and the reason why is because uh, over 36 years ago, he lost uh, my nephew, his son, and the mother of his child, and he hasn't gotten over it. And yeah. he's uh, just very bad these days. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord, on behalf of Jesse. Lord, you know, as as uh, Maria was talking, Lord, I was just feeling the, the, the despair in this man's life that he had sunken to such a place, Lord, of grief and hopelessness and despondency, that there's no hope, there's no life, there's no nothing. But, Lord, he hasn't known you the way you desire him to know you. Because if he knew you, Lord, he, he would know that there's hope, there's joy, there's grace, there's mercy. And there's, Lord, there, there, there's hope that he'll see his son again if we're in you. If he would be in you, Lord, he would have that hope of seeing his son again in heaven. But, Father, I pray, Lord, that you that you just do a miraculous work in his life, Lord. Bring him up from the pit of despair. Of despair. Bring him out of this depression and this grief that the enemy has locked him into, Lord. Father, I pray, Lord, that the, that the bondage and the chains would be broken, Lord, of despair, the chains of depression, the chains of hopelessness would be broken, Lord, and that you would bring joy back into his life. But it can only be done, Lord, through a knowledge and understanding of who you are and what he means to you, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would shower Jesse with your love, that you would shower Jesse, Lord, with all that you desire to, 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 to reveal to him, Lord. Reveal yourself to him in a way, Lord, that only you can do. And I pray for people in his life, Lord, to encourage him. I pray for the, the, the people that he still loves in this world, Lord. Lord, that he would open up and let them in. Lord, that he would let his loved ones in, but moreover, that he would allow you to speak to him, allow you to fill him, Lord. I pray, Lord, for Jesse and his salvation. I pray, Lord, that he would come back to you, Lord, as a prodigal son came back to the Father, that Jesse would come back to the Father who loves him and cares for him. We pray for this, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for this in the power of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless I you. Talk about the Spirit too, and I hope it breaks into his heart. Amen. He will. He will. The Lord has a mighty work to do. God bless yes. you, April. I'm, I'm okay, Maria, sorry. You. God bless. Uh, I was looking at the screen. Let's go to the phone lines, and we'll take one more call and talk to April. Hi, April. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi, one. I wanted prayer for every area of my life, but two, um, I had a Bible question in regards to um, Daniel, uh, how Michael the Archangel was delayed, I think, 21 days from mm -hmm. answering his prayer because um, of spiritual warfare from demons. And I, I always hear sermons saying, God's never late, he's always on time, and God's sovereign in control. So I have a lot of questions in regard to that, like, is God sovereign in control? <clears throat> I mean, how, how could God's will be thwarted or delayed if he's in control? And secondly, how... Um, what, <clears throat> does that mean that it was God's will for um, the prayer to be delayed 21 days? Then, if if um, uh, if if He is sovereign in control and God's always on time, God's never late. Then, then does that mean that the 
God actually wanted it to be delayed and caused it or allowed it to be delayed, that just doesn't really make sense to me. Mm-hmm. You see the confusion of that. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I see. I see what you're talking about. But here's the thing: God is sovereign. God is all powerful, and God is all knowing. That's that. That's not in question. The question is, you know, why does God allow these things to happen? Why does God allow these things to take place? And it's all for His glory. You know, you they, know, he could he could just defeat the the he, demon with just one right. word of his mouth or just one spoken word. So it's kind of confusing. And Michael the archangel is the well, highest angel. Well, he if he, he yeah. well, if he did, world, well, if he did, if he did that, April, how would he manifest? How would we see his power if we if there wasn't the struggle? If there wasn't that twenty one days that. That the angel that the, that Gabriel uh, struggled to to get to Daniel, then how would we know? How would we know that God is more powerful than the demons? How would we know? So so what God 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 exhibits His power in these struggles. God exhibits His power in the victory over demons and the powers of principalities. God exhibits His greatness and His power when we, through the power of the Holy Spirit, overcome these trials and tribulations. That's why that's why James says in chapter one, consider it all joy when you encounter various trials and tribulations, because these things have a result in our life. And when we see God exhibit his power, when we see God do miraculous things, uh, even even through the struggles, then we see that that God is able, and it's an example to us that God but is that able. does that mean that it was God's will for it to be delayed? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Never late on. No, but no, it doesn't mean that it was God's will, and God didn't. That God didn't cause it, and God didn't inspire it. But what God did do is He used it. He used so it for His purpose. How can anything delay or thwart His will when He's more powerful than any demon? Well, He. Here's the thing: is He He allows these things to happen. Okay, because there is evil in the world. You know, uh, Ephesians tells us that there that our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with powers and principalities. So, if there's evil in the world, and if there's powers and principalities at work, then God wants to exhibit His power by overcoming these powers and principalities and the things that they try to do. They try to thwart God's so, will. So it was late then? God wasn't on time then? No, God was on time because he actually got it done. You know, uh, Peter, uh, First Peter tells us that God is not slow in his promises, but uh, as, as we count slowness. But he's, he's giving grace to those who would be saved. He's giving time for those to be saved. God allows things to happen the way they happen to exhibit his power, and his glory that we would see and be in awe of who he is. Daniel was encouraged even more so because even though there was demons at work trying to thwart God's will, that will still was accomplished in his life and his his his, his prayers were still answered. And they were answered uh, on time, in time. You know, uh you know, the 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 the, the, the phrase mean there is a demon of equal No. of, of equal of No. No, the, what do you call it? Like a like a, a demon archangel? Because you would think if Michael's the most powerful angel, if he's the head of the army, like there could be no contest, no one of his equal strength or 
I, I don't know how they could delay him if he's the top angel. Well, the so the, the delay. Okay. You have to understand something again. Angels are not subject to time the way we are. Angels are in eternity. They do not. They 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 don't. They're not. They're not confined to the space time continuum that we are. Okay. Now here's the thing. The 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 prayer. The answer to the prayer was delayed. But the prayer, the answer to the prayer was still on time. It was still within the time that Daniel needed that prayer answered. So why wouldn't God use the struggle to exhibit His glory, to exhibit His power over these 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 demonic uh, uh, fallen angels? God is able to do abundantly beyond what we ask and what we need. And yes, uh, there are ranks of angels. We see. Angel, we see Michael and Gabriel, archangels. We see uh, cherubims and, and seraphims. We see different ranks of angels in heaven. There are also different ranks of demons in hell. So there are less powerful and more powerful demons. And uh, obviously, a powerful demon was sent to, to, to try and keep Gabriel from answering, but he couldn't. He could not keep Gabriel from answering the prayer that was lifted up by Daniel to God. And that one is the glory of God. Maybe it was a thousand demons against one Michael the Archangel. But we don't I, know. The Bible doesn't say it, that. The Bible doesn't say that. But but here, but what is the Bible trying to express to us? What is the Bible trying to tell us? What is God trying to tell us? That the that the the, the work of the enemy, the work of demons, are no match for the work of God. God is all all powerful. God is all commanding. God's will is always accomplished. God has never lost a battle, and he never will. He is the ultimate victory that we have. He is our victory. You know, in, in, we were studying uh, Genesis, and uh, the, the Bible, God was speaking to Abram, saying that your reward is great. Abram, your reward is great. But a better translation is, I am your great reward. And I was just amazed at that phrase, I am your great reward. We look for rewards here on earth. We look for material gain. We look for all, all these blessings here on earth. And, and, and God says we should. But our ultimate blessing, our ultimate victory, our ultimate reward is God himself. He is our Savior. He's our Father. He's our Creator. He's our King we are his children. It is amazing that God has chosen to relate himself to us. And he did that through you know, Jesus Christ. You know how he, he told the Levite priests that they would not receive an inheritance, that God was their inheritance? Right. So because he said something similar to Abraham, does that mean Abraham was kind of like kind of like first priest, even though it doesn't say he was a priest, but because it... No, kind of does the same thing that well, you got to remember something. Reward. Abraham was the father of the Levite nation. You know, he was. You had you had yeah. Abraham, Isaac, and then you had Jacob, and then from Jacob came the twelve tribes of Israel. So Abraham, all of all of, I mean, all of the uh, Israel nation came from Abraham. So Abraham was the you know the first Hebrew, the first. Uh, the first of the the nation of Israel. He was he's the father of of Israel, the father of faith, and you know we 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 see that through 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 Abraham. The we see that all the tribes came from him. So 
I hope that I hope that helps, April. Okay. Um, sort of, yeah. Okay, April. Thanks for your question. Good question. Could you pray? Could you pray for me oh. for every my life? Father, we thank you, Lord. I thank you for April, and I thank you for her question, and that she's seeking to understand, Lord, your 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 ways. And I pray, Lord, for every area of her life. Lord, I pray for her spiritually that she would know you. I pray for her spiritually, Lord, that she would be blessed in you, that you would be her great reward, Lord. And I pray, Lord, for her for her physical body and her health, Lord, her continued health and longevity. And I just pray for material, material blessings upon her, Lord, that you would provide for her every need. And I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you, April. Thanks for your call. Thank Thanks you. for your question. Praise the Lord. Well, we're running so much out of time. Uh, I started to get into the study a little bit, but we got bombarded with calls. Praise the Lord. So if you really want to study God's Word, I invite you to come out to L.A. Gypsy Church uh, in Arcadia on Friday nights. We're doing the uh, Book of Genesis. Come out and worship with us. Come out and be with us. Come out and study God's Word with us. 805 North First Avenue, 8 p.m. Friday nights. Make a note. Put it down on your calendar. Don't worry. It's a week away, but the Lord will remind you. Make your plans. Come out and worship with us on Friday nights. Be with us next Saturday night. We'll be back here, God willing. So, God bless you and good night. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.